are these local ass bitches? On today's show, the bitches invite the baritone bombshell of Chicago, Valerie Dolls, to join them in discussing the effervescent drag queen scene in the city. From growing up in a small town to branching out and forging ahead in the big city, Valerie discusses her path to self-discovery. Manny offers up an interesting theory on transitioning genders. Lisa delves into the macabre during her story time. And Rosa and Nora entertain with anecdotes one can only find on the interwebs. You are listening to the Local Ass Bitches Podcast. Without further ado... I'm Lisa. I'm Manny. I'm Rosa. I'm Nora. Welcome Welcome to to the lab. lab. Not so fast. Before we begin the episode, here's a little ditty performed by Valerie Dolls and the Lab Gals, written by Tom Waits, called Chocolate Jesus. Well, I don't go to church on Sunday. I don't get down on my knees to pray I don't memorize the books of the Bible I got my own special way I know that Jesus loves me Maybe just a little bit more When I fall down on my knees every Sunday At Sorrel Delis Candy Store well, it's got to be a chocolate Jesus. Jesus makes me feel so good inside. It's got to be a chocolate Jesus. Jesus. Yes, you know it keeps me satisfied. Well, I don't want no apple zappa. I don't want no almond joy. That's a candy bar you heard. There ain't nothing better. That's it, so suitable for this boy Well, it's the only thing that can pick me up You know it's better than a cup of gold Cause only this a chocolate Jesus It can satisfy my soul Take me to church, man Savior up in cellophane He flows like the big money But that's okay Just pour him over ice cream For a nice buffet Well, it's got to be a chocolate Jesus Jesus It's good enough for me It's got to be a chocolate Jesus Yes, you know it's good enough for me Chocolate Jesus, yes, you know it makes me feel so good inside. It's got to be a chocolate Jesus, yes, you know it keeps me. I mean, it keeps me. Oh, yes, he keeps me. It keeps me 
Thank you for uh, tuning in, as always. Yes. Thank you. Woo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we Um, actually, before we even got to introduce our guest, he's like raring to go. He's ready to go. Yeah. (laughs) He's a a chatty Cathy. Um, So we we have with us today the baritone bombshell of Chicago Dragon Burlesque. Please welcome (laughs) Miss Valerie Doll. Yay! We're so excited for today's show. I know. I'm I'm so excited. Can't wait. Valerie is a staple of the Chicago live singing music drag scene. Mm-hmm. I've I've performed with and I've seen Valerie Dolls for years and years and years. Of course, I'm a big fan and good friend of yours. We so are. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the history of Valerie. Oh Where, my God. Was it a dark and stormy night? It was. It was um, whew, uh, around like 2000, I guess. Back in uh, Kansas, I grew up in Kansas. Um, Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, well, technically the suburbs of Kansas City, mm. Kansas, so oh. even worse. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> and I went to school at uh, University of Kansas in Lawrence. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice as I talk. Um, I'm a singer. I use my voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotta take some tea. We're gonna have some tea. Southern yes. style yes. tea with the goddess. Um, <laughs> No, I went to University of Kansas, and that was where I first started doing, like, real drag. Um, I'd been dressing up. I remember in high school, like, for Halloween, you know, you dress up, like, uh, I dressed up as my mom. Because mm, uh, that's, uh-huh. I think all drag queens start by wearing sure. their mom's clothes. But my mom was a school teacher, and um, I nabbed one of her outfits that she'd been wearing all through the 80s. It was this, this horrendous rainbow thing. <laughs> and I wore it to a school dance, and uh, a lot of my friends were tripping and stuff, and they really thought it was my mom at first. Tripping on acid? Yes. Because oh. they've been cracking down on drinking at dances. Ah. So we all got the idea to take hallucinogenics instead. You need an alternative. Yeah, and we sense. totally like got away with it. And they, it didn't smell like bourbon, so that was yeah. good enough for them. You know? yeah. <laughs> There's a kid crying backwards in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. He said that I was a gigantic sandwich, yeah. but I guess he's fine. <laughs> I walked into a different dance a different costume dance with two hits of paper on my tongue and like i remember it was kicking in as i got there and i'm like 16 you know um and the the principal and the the police officer that was at our school mm-hmm. they were talking to me they loved me because like my presence proved that they were a very culturally aware school they had a, they had a homosexual oh, you know and, and here i was in a dress and like just my pupils were probably saucers <laughs> and i and i they were just like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And, and I finished talking to them, and it's really, like, kicking in now. So, and I got into the dance, and my friends were like, kid, you, you still have paper, like, on your oh tongue. Oh, my God. Like, this is where I came from. This is, like, the level of awareness that the adults. Like, he was eating paper. We didn't know what that was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept laughing and laughing and scratching and laughing. Uh-huh. Um, but I went, to, I went to KU in Lawrence, and um, they have a thing called Brown Bag Drag. <clears throat> which is in front of the student union and it's in April and they do a little drag show hmm. at lunchtime. Well, meanwhile, um, the Fred Phelps Westboro Baptist church people, the guys with the God hates fads. Oh, songs yeah. and stuff, they're from Topeka, <clears throat> which is about what, 45 minutes from hmm. Lawrence, real close state capital of Kansas. So they would come protest everything. 
And but they would they would come to Brown Bag Drag and protest, and uh, we would raise money for Anthar for AIDS research. People would donate. I'll donate five dollars for every ten minutes that Fred Phelps was there. So we'd raise like two thousand dollars, and we'd send them a thank you letter saying thank you because of you we raised so much money for. So that's fantastic. That's great. Yeah. I know. Do they still that's do that? Idea. I think I don't know if they still do that because uh, Fred Phelps has been dead for a couple of years now. But his, uh, <laughs> his following is still lingering. Yeah, there, but I mean, you know, he's, Jeez, uh, he's like once you cut the head off. Footloose. Mm. Oh like, my god. So I personally have been protested by Fred Phelps. Um, but we used to do drag in Topeka, and there was always there's always a gay bar in Topeka, but it doesn't last very long. Oh. But there's always a couple gay bars that just kind of pop up. God, and is go that away. weird? But there were never any in Lawrence. Uh, we had gay night, you know, once a week. There's gay night, or once a month, you know, you got a gay bar experience. <laughs> so in Topeka, I did a contest at this bar called Cosmos that was down the street from the Westboro Baptist Church, like the building. And my friends would go egg the church after mm. the bar closed at night. Nice. But I did a contest and I won. I was Miss Topeka Gay Pride Campus Idol or something like that. I got a hundred dollar <laughs> bill and I got to perform at Topeka's Gay Pride, which would have been like oh like two thousand one or two thousand two maybe. Um, it was at the the gravel parking lot of the bingo hall outside of town. Nice. And I did. I was still lip syncing and I did. I did a number in heels hmm. and I walked around in the gravel and like. Sashayed and stuff, and so, so I started started out at the top. So you, you started know. by lip syncing. Right? I was just yeah. about to you say, sing, like, cause, no, cause, no, because you've got a beautiful voice. I used to lip sync, and I loved it. I did. I they didn't know what to think of me because I was like, um, I would do like Propellerheads remixes and like mm-hmm. Sarah Vaughn stuff, and like I was very like you know I was twenty one, so I was very like angry and fierce. And mm-hmm. I had, you could smoke indoors, so I always had a cigarette and like. I don't know, just very, all the the drag queens that raised me were these like hard as nails queens from the plains. Um, (laughs) They were mostly like tough black men who'd been to prison for like drugs and stuff. They had like felony charges and stuff. We'd be in the dressing room and they'd be like, get this bitch, you know, and they'd (laughs) pass the joint. You write a book. And uh, and these these muscly like, but would become these gorgeous drag queens. And they all did that angry like Whitney Throw down, mm, you know, mm. it's not right, but it's okay. And like that was the late nineties drag scene yeah. in Kansas. It was these really like fucking tough, hard boiled wow, queens. So cool. And wow. so like I would I was just like I'm, I am just as intense and Ugh. But you are fierce on stage. You yeah, know, just because you know fierce. what I mean? Like I've mellowed just, though. Like yeah. I used to yeah, like oh, like overdo it. Down. Yeah, <laughs> you got these big yeah, when you're young. Eyes to it. Yeah, you drag was all about it was in the eyes. Yes, and I would do like the Shirley Bassey Goldfinger remixes and stuff like that. And so then I came to Chicago, and um, my first drag show at Chicago was Sidetrack Night of Hundred Queens, and I did uh, I did a Sarah Vaughn number, and they kept trying to make me. They were like. Let's put, make it a little weirder, you know? And mm. so each time I got a little mm. weird, it was great. It was a good, like, growing experience. And the last one I did there, so I started out being cute and sweet and just twirling around with a dress. And by the end, I think the last thing I did there was, well, one of the last ones I did um, a Dinah Washington song called Caravan, and I lip sank it, but I was a pack of Camel cigarettes. I made, like, oh. a, and I, you know, I looked like a, pack, a sexy pack of cigarettes. That's awesome. And I smoked... 
like 20 cigarettes. It was like right before the smoking ban and they were oh, like, yeah. smoke them while you got them. So I, I had like a barbecue grill lighter and I was <laughs> smoking and puffing and blowing smoke rings. And then my last thing I did was Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings, uh, This Land is Your Land. They do a really cool, like super funk cover of that. And I was very political, you know, mm-hmm. I had this, my dress was like a sequin map of the globe. And uh, like, you know, but that, then I, now, I did a now, I did a show. Point, though, did you become Valerie Dolls? Did you always have that? I name? was always Valerie Dolls. Uh, you were always Valerie Dolls. I didn't know from that. Because I, I love Valerie the Dolls. That yes, yes. Fucking Gospel Truth, the book and the movie. Mm-hmm. They're totally different entities and they're totally amazing. Everyone should read Valerie the Dolls. It's a really quick read. Uh, Jacqueline Suzanne's amazing. Um, she wrote like she wrote stuff. It was the first like what wasn't the first like dirty book. But it was like Peyton Place was a big one where they ripped open the underbelly of small town America. Uh, where Valley of the Dolls, it was it was the, the underbelly of Hollywood. And like, it's all See, like, I never what read was, that. What was oh. Friday? That was it. That but was, that the was movie. Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Beyond yeah, the Valley of the Dolls. That's totally different. That's totally different. That was, oh my God. Well, that's that was, that's it was Roger odd. Ebert wrote and directed it. It was and really it was weird. This, it's, you should see it. It's crazy. It's we totally used to watch crazy. it like in the. We were like, oh, the movie chatter. We're like, what the fuck is this? One yeah, day, you, me you become mesmerized. So we're watching. It was like, fun it. It was like all this weird drug addled. Oh, we're it's, like, it's it's yeah. It would come out. We're like, look, Valley of the Dolls. Yeah, we're like obsessed with, with it. Yeah. And like what I love about Valley of the Dolls in the book, it takes place in like the forties. It's the forties no. through the sixties, and yeah, so yeah, that's what I think is so weird because you don't think about these cute little cheesecakey movies, and these women were having like abortions and nervous oh, breakdowns. Oh, I believe it. And they were lesbians and they were, you know, like... Like real shit that happened. Real yeah. shit. And they just yeah, it glossed is. it all over, put mm-hmm. some lipstick on it and pushed Marilyn Monroe out and like yeah. made her smile for the camera. Which made them even more crazy. Yeah. You know, like of course it's going It's all to. like what happened to Judy Garland and yeah. stuff. And so then when the movie oh, came along and they put Judy Garland in it, it's mm. like this camp, camp value like hurricane of like amazingness mm-hmm. that's all like comes together. So Valerie the Dolls, I loved it, and I, <clears throat> when I started, I spelled Valerie like a real girl, uh, like V-A-L. Oh, I-E. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I switched it in Chicago, and now it's mm-hmm. two L's, like mm-hmm. Valerie the Dolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. That's a great And what brought you to Chicago? Uh, Boys Town and theater. Yeah. <laughs> we were all like, uh, me and my two roommates, uh, Phil and Josh, uh, I've known Josh since I was 11, at church camp. Oh my God, that's so cool. I was when fat, he came. had a list. And like yeah. we were like, let's be friends. Church camp isn't cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. The fact that you know him for really yeah. no, no, no. Exactly. It was, you know, since you were we like, saved each other from. Uh, apparently, I saved his life because uh, he was getting gay bash. I didn't oh, know geez. it. I just happened to walk in, and they ran away. And oh my goodness! But uh, uh, yeah, Southern Baptists. They wow. Love, <laughs> they love you to death. Um, <laughs> but then um, we went to KU and met my friend Phil who had clawed his way out of Dodge City, Kansas. Like, <clears throat> way the hell out west. Miss Kitty and, and Gunsmoke and all that stuff. Yeah. He's now in Brooklyn, being amazing. Mm-hmm. But we were like, we have to get the fuck out of Kansas. Where are we going to go? Yeah. And we'd so heard people... Refugee, refugee gates. Oh my God, yeah. Or, or sexual tourists. or You know, like yeah. Christopher Isherwood talks about, you know, like, Berlin in the 30s. Like, oh, yeah. We were like, let's yeah. go to the big city and, like, be gay. And we'd heard about this place magical place called Boys Town. Mm-hmm. We were like, that's insane. Because this was 2002, 2003, when we were like 
figure okay. out where to go. Yeah, sure. The internet was still a baby, you know, sure. like, and you just, I don't know. Different. You know, it's so weird because it's like, I mean, we grew up in Chicago, you know, so we're always in the big city, melting pot. We always saw all of these different influences and hearing somebody who comes from a small town, I mean, man, it just blows my mind all the time. You know? Oh, yeah. This was Shangri-La. Like, you know, that's like, amazing. Yeah. And how you did know? you find it? Was it? Did it meet your expectations? I think so. I mean, like, it was definitely not Kansas. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I mean, we were fresh off, like... We lived around the corner from where the Eagle used to be in Man's Country and stuff. That was so that was up on the north side. Yeah, we were in yeah, Andersonville. The leather bar. Yes. That's like the old leather yes, bar. Yes, yes, yeah. I love um, Andersonville. It was before Andersonville like like went over the top. Mm-hmm. But they were like ten years ago. You never would have come to Andersonville. It was like right. beginning of the gentrification. Gentrification, area. yes. Mm-hmm. We could still afford it, but uh, mm-hmm. but we used to go to the Eagle and Man's Country and stuff, and that just. They had a few of those places in Kansas, but this was just like so casual. Yes, like, oh, yeah. and it's all over. And oh, Steamworks, and mm-hmm. you, know, you go down to Boys Town. And I ended up living in Boys Town for three years, mm-hmm. and now I'm kind of over it. You know, I'm like, see, okay. that seems like like it's a lot of stimulation, a lot, a lot of, of a there. lot of energy, oh, yeah. exactly. So you know, of course, like you know, is it first, as heavy now as it was back then? The energy and the stimulation, and I guess I, I mean, got out of it. I yeah. <laughs> becomes too much like you know you do it you're there you know what i mean just like with anything i guess it depends on the personality some people probably would you know like they're fine and they thrive with that it was because uh, i was you know becoming an insane alcoholic you know mm, so it's yeah. like here every I am, day right at the party. heart of boys town mm-hmm. and i would live at sidetrack and just drink myself stupid mm-hmm. and um so yeah once i quit drinking like i was like i'm ready to move away from the bars and yeah. now it's like i just i just Plus, I'm 35, not 25. And there's right. A difference, there's a know, difference, like, yeah. I used to work at Tulip when I was 25 and I in Boys Town. Mm-hmm. So I was right there in the heart of Boys Town handing out lube and dildos. Sure, and yeah. Going off to get blackout drunk. Because you know, <laughs> everything is right Sounds there. Like the you know? job. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was great for being 25. <laughs> but now I'm like, which is the whole value of the dolls thing. You know, it's like you, you to excess and then you come back from, yeah. you hit rock bottom and then you climb. Right, but uh, but I started singing. Um, I did a play uh, with a group called uh, Hobo Junction. We did it at the uh, the Boho Theater off the Morse Stop, and then we did it at the Apollo twice. The studio under the Apollo Theater, oh. <laughs> so it was like under a million dollar quartet. You could hear them like thumping through the. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> But we did a play, a musical called Bad Guys in Suits. And my part was, I was this, like, uh, drag queen. It was it was a spoof on, like, 30s gangster pictures. Um. And it was all these assassins, and they were having the worst night ever. And in the middle of the play, they all wound up at this, like, speakeasy bar, waiting to go out and do their killing or whatever. My God. And so I'm the entertainment for the night. And it's, 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 their idea was that it was like, oh, this is some guy in a dress, and it's his, like, fourth time singing this song tonight. And he's got six more times to do it, you know, and he's just this disgusting drag queen. And so I came out and I sang the song all about masturbating with fruits and vegetables. It was very gross. And, but I was in drag and I was kind of pretty. And um, and it was great. It was a really fun show. And like uh, we did it, a, we did it a second time with a, some new cast members and stuff. And, and I was like, oh, my God, like this is really fun. I get to wear a dress and be pretty sort of, you know, but like comically weird. Right. And I get to sing, and it's so much more fun than lip syncing because yeah. when you're lip syncing, you're, you're limited to like what's on the track. And it always felt weird to lip sync because, like, 
I can say. Yeah, because like, I wonder about mute, that. You're like, you feel weird like mouthing words and there's people like three feet away and there's no sound coming out of your mouth. Yeah. And I just always felt a little... I never got my rocks off, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Disconnected from the yeah. audience. Yeah. And you're not expressing that, like, yourself. Yeah. yeah. And so when I started singing, um, um, I was terrified of singing to pre-recorded tracks, so I would do live, like, with Manny and... Oh, right. With... Uh, yeah, and we were in a band called Fatally Cool. That was there awesome. There four lead singers, and the best part about it was that you'd be in full drag, and then you were the bass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've performed best. with you guys before, which yeah. is so much fun. The energy up there was great. It's like amazing. With all the, yeah. And, like, so, yeah, I did... I was more... And maybe we'll do a little ditty at the end of the... Ah! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'll, we'll do something. That'd be fun. Um, but it was great, because I didn't feel like a drag queen. I felt like a musician. Ah. Uh. I was like mm-hmm. a singer who happened to be in drag. Mm-hmm. And I did all the music nights and everything. And we would, you know, like with, with Stephen Leonard and all that. Yeah, we kind of created our own, like, community of queer and queer-friendly musicians mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. in Chicago for those years. And it was called OutRock. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, we used to do, you know, Hedwig Night and Tori Amos Tribute Night. Which, by the way, Tori Amos Tribute Night's going to be at Martyrs this year in Chicago. Oh, fuck, yeah. June 22nd. So maybe we could also work on a little ditty together. Oh, I've yeah. got some ideas. Yeah, that would cool. be cool. Awesome. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I did I did that. And um, God, that went on for a couple years. Yeah, and then yeah. I did my first burlesque show. Oh, burlesque is um, fun. At, God, it used to be the National Pastime Theater. Uh, it was an old speakeasy, actually, in, at Broadway and Buena. It's now... Awesome. Let's see, it was the, the Profiles Theater, which is now, ooh, died an angry death. And now it's the... Um, Uptown Underground. Right? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no not that. It's Broadway Buena. It's the, uh, the uh, oh my goodness, Gay Pride Films and Plays. I believe that's what their group is called. Oh. Uh, they produce queer work, and it's great, but it's, it's in that old space. And uh, it was a terrible show. Uh, it was a, started at midnight, and, you know, who's walking down Broadway and Buena at midnight? show uh, so uh, i wouldn't even get on to one in the morning and there were like four people in the audience but i met all these amazing people um who were it's like it was like our little breeding ground and now like the Putterbuff sisters this comedy duo are in la, in LA. yeah and they're being amazing hmm. and Beth i met Stelling? was she part of that she thing? wasn't she was part of it with the Putterbuff sisters. she wasn't in that show okay by that time i met Beth Stelling, who's now like legit like she's on jay leno yeah like, yeah she's and she's so sweet she still remembers me like yeah Oh. I, I gave them a lot of old wigs and stuff to play with because yeah. they they do that and they would like I'd bring them a garbage bag full of wigs and dresses <laughs> and they put them on and do their thing. And I met I met a couple of burlesque gals and I met I met Kyle who plays piano for mm. us mm. and that was like the big thing because that got me and that's how I met Manny. Yeah, it's like the networking begins. Yeah, yeah. it was like so sometimes you do a shitty shitty yeah that's true show, that's true but you meet people it's all networking. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and we still jump. You work like, your way up. Yeah, we're like, oh my god, if we hadn't done that horrible show, I mean, who signs over every Saturday night <laughs> for like two months? You know, you'd be out at a party, and you're like, oh, I gotta go do a show. Yeah, <laughs> at midnight. But um, so how did you get into the Vodzilla? So that's how show I met. Now. That's how I met Vodzilla. Um, I actually met. I met Red Hot Annie. <clears throat> I rang She's her so, up at Trader yeah, Joe's, she is, yeah. and uh, and she uh, and and Keith Emerald, um, who uh, did her and Keith found Vodzilla? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they check they them were, out online. We'll put it on. Yeah, there. Vodzilla, mm-hmm. and they're wonderful. And they um, they uh, <laughs> I rang them up, and I was still like 
you know, I was still really new, and when you're young and you just talk sure. constantly about like this, I'm a drag queen, you know, and they're like, oh, we do burlesque, and they gave me their card, and I was, but I was all skeptical because I was yeah. like, oh, they, they're probably weird or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was all afraid, and it was probably a year before I like. Uh, I did a couple of their shows at the Lincoln Tap. Oh yeah, across from the Scientology place. Mm. Um, and they were wonderful. And then I did some more of their shows at the Victory Gardens, but it used to be the Greenhouse Theater. And um, they were always so supportive and they just loved everything I did. And so then... Um, and then as a band, we did one of their shows. We did one of their live band burlesque shows. Right. Yeah. And then I got involved with Muffy Fish Basket. Muffy, uh, fish, Muffy fish Basket. And, and that Manny was... did not make up that name for <laughs> No, Muffy Fish I know, fish it totally basket. sounds like something Manny would <laughs> She's, She's like so Bette Midler 2017. Wow. So, yes. That's awesome. Yes. Um, uh, Muffy is another, there's there's a lot of singing drag queens down in Chicago. And, and uh, Muffy, we, we got in on the ground level, I think. Because I don't, before us, um, you know, like Honey West was always so yes. nice to me. And Madam X at Kit Kat Club, so oh, sweet. I love Kit Kat Club. So like, well, that's one reason why I to sidetrack, like I get so bothered by RuPaul's Drag Race. Because they they argue, they're nasty yeah. and they argue. Oh, like within each like with each other, they're, yes. they're competing. It's, yes, it's not a community. Whereas whereas I'm used to like this loving, nurturing, yeah. like giving, and maybe it's I'm just nice, so people are nice back. Yeah, but like like all these these well known figures of like the Chicago cabaret scene were always so nice. You yes, know, like, yes. Uh, Honey You're West together. Honey West used to come. Um, uh, to Scarlet, which used to be Gentry, um, and I we started with Adam Guerno. Was like a cabaret bar. Yeah, it was a piano bar that died a long, slow death, like right when we first came to Chicago, and then it became Scarlet, and um, Adam Guerno was uh, running the entertainment at that time, and let me just come in and sing on Monday nights, and Honey West would come in, and there'd be like no one else, and Honey would sit at the bar and like listen and just be mm. really sweet and then we talk about like uh she talked about like back when it was gentry she told me the story where she uh she was like i was singing patsy klein's crazy and the bar was completely jam-packed and i had a wireless mic and she said my friend was sitting so gentry they had the windows open and you could step out on the sidewalk and ah. so like eight feet away her friend was parked in a truck and she said i i stepped outside the bar while I was singing, sat in the truck with my friend. <laughs> I don't know if she had a cigarette or something. And then she's like, <clears throat> and then I got back up and I went back into the bar while I was singing. And she's like, I don't think anyone noticed. I had oh my God, that's like, hilarious. It was like jam packed and stuff. And so she was always really sweet. And Madam X, like when I go for brunch at Kit Kat, is always like, Valerie Dolls, you know, yeah. she gives me a hug. And, and she sings. Um, so like, well, it's a nice thing to see in drag because yeah. you know I feel like drag performers are real performers. They're they're of course they're the best performers. Yeah, to actually see them sing. Oh yeah, it's Muffy is fantastic. Muffy sings. Fantastic. Um, um, all the queens at the call, uh, they put on these amazing shows, and it's all live singing and stuff. And you know, Muffy will deny it, but Muffy has a heart. You know, <laughs> she'll 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 she won't she'll tell you I'm lying, but she's very sweet. Uh, and she's so like, she does acrobatics. Yeah, she like, she hangs from the ceiling. Nice. That's why I had to get better at singing because I can't hang from the fucking ceiling. Yeah, 
Like, is there anything you want to plug? Like, do you do that regularly? Is it a show every week? Is um, it show, like... It's almost weekly. Um, we're changing up the format at Vodzilla. I think the shows are going to run longer. Like, with, we used to get a new theme every month. And um, we're in this, like, transition period. But it's pretty much every Saturday night at Stage 773, there's something Vodzilla happening. Um, yeah, at least an icon show. It yes. was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that was really good. 10.30 on Saturdays. I think this coming weekend is the student showcase because they have classes, burlesque classes. I want to do that so it's bad. A, it's great. I'm I taking a fan it. class because, like I said, I can't hang from the ceiling, but I was like, I can twirl fans around. No, I saw those ladies dancing. I was like, I want to do that. They're yeah, great. I and love it's... like burlesque, just the whole energy and stuff. I was able to like sing like backup, you know, like the oh, music for it. Yeah. It was so oh, much fun. I remember fun. that when you were you, oh, you was... singing and they had a burlesque show. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh my it's God, it was so awesome. It's this radically inclusive it, it group, is yes you know, that it whole is burlesque movement mm-hmm. is like, yeah, which doesn't I matter love. what size shape weight yeah. you are it doesn't matter everyone's sexy when they're on stage yes yeah. and I thought it was beautiful and I was like I want to do that I can oh, do yeah. that yeah. Yeah. I've seen some cute numbers like the girl who like sits on the pizza at the end of the number yes that's <laughs> Teddy Perkins Teddy Perkins oh yeah the whole I remember Teddy like Perkins a food theme. Yeah. she loves pizza so she sat on pizza and then there was <laughs> the one that was like, um, she sort of like a drag king kind of number, and she made like ice cream. She was like the ice cream man. Oh, mama. Yeah, that was That's really a cool. Hot. I had really some very cool. confusing feelings after. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really sexy. Out. She had a she had a specially made bomb pop strap on, uh, uh, uh. and she she whipped that out at the end. We were all just like. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> I need a cigarette and a cold drink. <laughs> Um, what was her name? Oh Mama. Oh Mama. She's oh, wonderful. Yeah, she's um, very sexy. But yeah, I'm I'm hosting that we have two shows in May, uh, the 27th and the 20th, two Saturdays in May. The 27th will be my birthday show. Ooh, oh, you should go. I, my birthday is the 29th. I turned 36. Nice. Woo-hoo. I'll be the same age as Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll then I'll start taking numbers off. I think. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm hosting, and it's it's the prohibition themed. Uh, so I'm doing my Sophie Tucker number that I do uh, some of these days, and it's fun. And Ooh. I have a fan, and I twirl it around. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm well, we should go there. Yeah, like we'll definitely. We'll, we'll you're a great host. Thank you. you know, like the yeah. shows that we've seen you. Yeah, you're really, really. Oh, you engaging. saw Windy City Burlesque. Yes. yes. I'm so proud of that. Yeah, that was, that was so much fun. I was so was nervous, really and I made the dress Couldn't myself, tell. and like the Chicago yeah. flag. Sh- it was yeah. beautiful. It's, but we have a picture on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. My Chicago flag caftan. Yeah. That yeah, it was a caftan. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh yeah, I was, I was very comfortable, but it was it was yeah the Chicago flag. And yeah. It, no, you couldn't tell you were nervous at all. You were okay. totally yeah. Muffy yeah. Fishbasket did my hair for that one. She did my with the bird with the cardinal. I put the I put the bird in. Yeah, that was awesome. But it was eight miles high. It was huge. And, and yeah. Like, yeah. That perfectly matched the blue yes. Chicago flag. It yeah. Was, it was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a great show. Very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing so that. busy doing so many things. And like, I remember, um, I love when you do the um, Chicago League of Lady Armrests. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. yeah. What a great about show. That. Yeah. You have a chance to check it out. Even if you're not in Chicago, they do it in other cities. Yeah. Uh, if you look up Lady Arm Wrestlers. Highly entertaining. C L L A W dot org. Mm-hmm. You can also look up Sideshow Theater. Because um, it's a fundraiser for Sideshow Theater, but it's it's this immersive 360-degree mm. theatrical experience. They fill up Logan Square Auditorium. Oh, yeah. And uh, the next one will be in July. 
Uh, so yeah, Claw, C L L A W. And some of the names of these wrestlers are so funny. Of course, those are Manny's favorite. There's like a Hillary Rodarm Clinton. Oh yeah, yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> uh, Macho Man Candy Savage. Yeah, Macho Man. And they do the whole bit, like, totally, oh, so like, uh, World like Wrestling WWE Federation. Wrestling. Yes, yeah. like, they totally come out, and it's this big, like, hoopla. Oh, my God. Oh, it's and hilarious. It's, it's to raise money for... So, it's, it's a fundraiser um, for Sideshow Theater, and they also partner with a nonprofit, and it's, uh, I think, always a female-centered, like, uh, we hmm. did Girls Rock Chicago... Or um, I was like the Women's Health Clinic. Women's Chicago Women's Health Clinic. That'll be the That's one great. in July too. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and they were so sweet because they have to provide, <clears throat> in exchange for getting a, a percentage of the, the proceeds, they provide a lot of volunteers. And they said this was the one event where they they had people begging to volunteer for it. They were wow. like people were so excited yeah. to do something for free on a Saturday night. They were like, so it's it's fun. And then we have a band play. Uh, Family Cool's played. Yeah. Uh, Mystery Machine has played there. Uh, one of my other favorites. Such a fun place to play. Uh, we had a group called She's Crafty, and it's a it's an all female Beastie Boys cover band. Oh, and nice! It was <gasps> fucking great. Like yeah. they, they threw down Jacob Horn Trio, um, Fox and the Hounds. Uh, I saw the cell phones. The cell phones. They were like great. we had they some were really good. good acts, and they we crammed Logan Square Auditorium yeah. full. That's my little like charity thing I do you know yeah. it's just like and it does it gets packed yeah. like you can't even move in there mm-hmm. it's okay. fun if you mm-hmm. get a chance check it out even if it's looking at clips online or something yes. it's great and please uh, donate if you can yeah and we have um uh, some nice segments we'd like to join or for you to join us on here. yes 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 um, so we usually have uh, Lisa's story time yeah right? and what do we call Lisa McLisa Lisa <laughs> yes, oh you. yeah that was for Joanne thanks Joanne <laughs> <laughs> She's so funny. It's just like, oh, she has a story time? What a shocker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. okay. I often think we should put like like Italian music in the band. <laughs> and then, you know, run the gamut. Like, you know, my story times sometimes are personal experience. Sometimes they are things that I see or, or read or whatever. So this one is kind of like on the morbid side, but oh. but it, this was like a couple nights ago because I love watching documentaries and documentaries on pretty much anything. Sometimes I saw one on Facts of Life that was like highly entertaining, but this is so not Facts of Life, the one that I'm going to talk about. And uh, and there's certain things that I'm just like, what? Like I'm seriously like, what the fuck for the last like, couple of days? Well, did you guys is stranger than fiction? Yeah, I mean this I mean... this is fucked up though. <laughs> so uh, did you guys ever hear of Elizabeth Bathory? And I think I've heard yes. of this name before, so you know who She's that like is. The original vampire, right? She used to drink people's blood. Well, it's even more fucked up than that. You know, because it was it was kind of like, you know, the bride to like, you know, the whole Count Dracula stories and things like that. And she's basically touted as like the world's first like female serial killer. Uh-huh. And so she was a Hungarian noblewoman and she, you know, like you were born into privilege, all this stuff, got married at 11, you know, there's like a whole bunch of like, you know, what the shit. That's you know, enough to stuff. drive you crazy. Oh, dude. What, what like century is this? 15. She was born in 1560. Okay. So the 1600s and so she. So in the 60s. Back yeah, in the yeah, 60s. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back in the 60s. Dude, man, she was fucking Those nuts. Like, fucking like I'm totally like watching this, and it's you know sometimes I'll watch like certain documentaries, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like I can't even imagine the brutality. So she had like a bunch of like servants and whatnot, and she would kill them and torture them for her amusement. Her husband taught her this, the one that she got married to at eleven. 
Nice. Exactly. Yeah, nice. Like, it's beautiful. Kathy Bates. And I wonder if that's what she was modeled after because that's what it made me think of because that's what she would do. There are tons of rumors that she used to take like baths and virgin, like virgin yeah. blood and stuff yeah. like that because she thought that it would rejuvenate her skin. And you know, but they don't, they don't know for sure. That's a beauty regimen, not even beauty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no <Yeah>. way. <laughs> exactly. Because apparently the whole story is, because this whole like documentary went into detail with certain writings that they found. Apparently like one evening, you know, she, like there's a, one of the servants is brushing her hair and she like hurt her or something like that. And she turned around and she's like, what the fuck? She like punched the lady in the nose and like the blood like got on her hands and she was like, Wow. And she saw, like, wow, my skin is so supple. And they say that then maybe that's where she got it from. Or somebody actually, they suggested that she was deficient in iron. That's why she was so attracted to it. And she would bite their faces, like chunks of flesh off. Oh. Like, you know, just really <laughs> fucked yeah. up shit. A lot of the vampire stories kind of originate from her. Yeah, like that's, that's fucked up. This lady was a pazzo. And then the thing is, you know, because then, then they, okay, but now this is. sometimes, like, you know, sometimes you do want to bite something. Like, no, this was you a. You nice, plump butt. I don't like, know yeah. if you would bite a piece of flesh off. Blood, yeah, know. like, totally bite. Never. And I mean, just like, and then they went even further back when they were talking about her father and how she grew up. She, you know, witnessed him torturing a gypsy. Now listen to this fucking shit. This what? is the part that I was like, what? Okay. So torturing a gypsy, all this stuff. They cut open a horse, put him inside, and then they left both of them to die. They who? put the gypsy inside, inside the horse? Inside the horse. They cut the horse open while he was still alive. I mean, who fucking thinks of this shit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. So, and she was like eight years old, like, when she saw this. You know what I mean? So, and then they were talking about, like, of course. Uh huh. So, of course, she was Pazzo. And there was inbreeding in royalty, of course. She's like, so they're totally Pazzo for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Pazzo meaning crazy. Crazy. Like, crazy. So, I mean, like, stuff like that. And then you wonder, you know, because a lot of times you would think, like, you know, there's brutal things that happen today, but these people, you can't touch them. Like to Braveheart times, yeah. like I mean, I can't even imagine. I mean, that must I have mean, been. We a think real... the world is rough now. The world exactly. Is rough. <laughs> yes. yes. I just be like, kill me now. Yeah, like I can't. I, can't. I just can't. <laughs> like the wow. bubonic plague. The bubonic plague. Yeah. I mean, Lord. I just think about all those layers and people having to go pee and like the million buttons. I can't uh, fucking do that. Caca everywhere. Yeah. They didn't get wet, you know. They were like afraid of bathing. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah, they just smelled the wool. Oh. And yeah, they didn't and bathe caca. for months, right? Like Louis the Fourteenth, he must have like stunk like hell. Uh, no, imagine uh, that. Like I had baby wipes back then. Shit, no. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. They had a thing like it was called a nosegay, and it was like a little pouch of like. Oh, that's right, and stuff. you're right. And you'd, you'd hold it in front of your face when you walked around in the city. Because it's more caca. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like, like actual feces and mm-hmm. like rot. Mm-hmm. And so you'd hold this up to your face. And the BO from yeah. all the wolves. Exactly. Seats. And when you had to like go shopping. You would go grocery shopping and you would have no skin. Yep. Like, it's fucked breathe. up. And if you think about it, it's incredible. We have millions and millions of people that live in Chicago now. Yes. And it's like... Yes. Pretty clean. I oh, mean, totally. It's pretty incredible. Like, and totally. Where, where we've come from. Yes. It really makes last... you appreciate. Like yeah. when you when you when I see these things and hear about these, I'm fascinated by it. Fascinated. <laughs> you know, because I'm just like, how the hell? Well, most of the time, I'm just like, how do I? How would I have lived? Yes, exactly. In that time? Because as a There's woman, no like we'll be fucked up. Well, and like, like as you know. Yeah. Well, they say that it wasn't until like the 20s that people, you know, when deodorant and stuff oh, yeah. they had to convince people that they needed it because mm. everyone was so used to it 
it, they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It was just like how things were. It wasn't like a bad thing. True. Because everyone like, was this on the same oh. level. Yes. At, we all stank. Yeah. yeah. I all of a sudden, who's this bitch who smells like flowers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's better than us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Oh yeah. My God. So it's like interesting. Like, Elizabeth Bath. Yeah. So but like, like, what about like sex and stuff back then? Oh, that's another um, thing too. So story. then they were talking about how she was a sexual sadist. It goes into the like all this stuff about like all these different like accounts of things that she would do, and she was bisexual, and like all this stuff. Like, who cares? Like, she's bisexual. She was a sexual sadist. She was fucking crazy. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, when you yeah, when you have a rough upbringing. Exactly. You know? Exactly. That's what I thought. Uh, so. Burning question: Did she have a thing for horses? You know what? No, that was the only mention. That was Catherine the Great. That was Catherine yeah, the Great. Yes, yes, yes. Catherine yeah. the Great of Russia was supposedly had a thing for horses. Mm-hmm. Oh, like totally. Free. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. get that. That's what they say. Then they're like, that was like propaganda know. or something. Yeah. that's true. Because I don't think you would die. Yeah, there was this guy that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what YouTube video where a guy yeah. dies uh-huh. after you know. Yeah. Someone wow. told me about that. It's like recently. a fire hose. And I've been like, I've been walking around in shock for mm. like. After she told me that, for a week after, I was like, yeah. Well, don't watch the video. Do not. You yeah, watch no. the video? What video? I think somebody like, had, I was like, no, I can't, I can't watch it. Watch I can't it. watch what it. There was this group of men somewhere that like, like to go out and fuck horses. And like, it was their thing. There's something about like, they were desensitized or, I don't remember. I mean, like, they had a group. Oh. It's like, it's not like you have this secret thing. Like, you, yeah. you talk to people, you're like, I like horses too, baby. And, and then, then wonder, let's like, all go out. No, what you have to have help. Like you couldn't do it Correct. by yourself, right? Correct. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. That's the point too that the she was thing, making. Yeah. They were like the four horses. Like, how do you get the horse? Like, Hard? is the horse a willing participant? That's I what think I, it's involuntary. Yeah. Maybe if you start to stroke them, it just happens. They just, they just do. That's it. what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you put it in there, and they're like, "Oh, this is kind of tight, but all right." You know what I mean? Like that's what it makes me think of. But I'm totally very much like no animals, no children. Yeah, like I'm not that's into like that crossing shit. The line but I sure. think that the horse probably responds because, like on Jackass, don't they they get horse semen? Don't they? Like... Yes. So I'm assuming if you. Manipulate yeah, the area, it's a it lot. happens. Like it's, exactly, like a fire hose. Yeah, that's what it makes like, me so think. So what happened? So the guy the he doesn't die in the, the video, but he died, died. later. I mean, that's right. what's so like, it must have like because he had a hole this big in his yeah. asshole, and God knows what happened inside of him. Because it's yeah. like I have friends that are into fisting and stuff. Sure, and twisted fister. Yeah, twisted fister. But like I, a horse top. Exactly, right. and then like, you have to I wonder about like cleanliness. Like, like yes. do they cover? That's another thing too. Are there horse condoms? You get a bread bag and slide it over. <laughs> 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 that's what you Yeah, like oh, how did he die? Wait, probably, I'm thinking hemorrhaging. that's what I was yeah. gonna say. What happened inside after? Because yeah. of yeah. the yeah. the force. Yeah, because I guess they drove him to the hospital, yeah. and they're like, we don't know what happened to my friend. Like, oh what my are you god! Oh, stabbed in the ass. These are like ER stories. So other I know people had sex with the horse too, but he's the one that died. No, maybe he no, was the one that actually not. got to do it. Yeah, and everybody was like, oh, maybe this is not such a good idea, baby. <laughs> no, apparently this wasn't the first time. <gasps> no. But people put heads in the butt. Uh-huh. But so, there's yeah. nothing shooting. You know what I mean? Like, that's got to be, uh, like, force. Listen to episode 16. We talk about heads in other places. Too. Yeah. Oh, that's oh right. Because uh-huh. no, no. they're, you know, well, yeah, maybe it was. evolved beautifully. <laughs> I know. That's all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Well, speaking of butts, 
my um my little message. So I was taking a break from OkCupid, okay and uh-huh. I I went I delved back on. I don't know why. This is Nora's dating insight. Yeah, because you 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 know you you're attracted to it. You want to see what's going on. I you have to go. I tried it. Finally, and how, isn't it horrible? It was, and my friends said they were like, "It'll be horrible, but it'll you'll have great stories to tell or something." Oh and yeah, because like, gay people, we had scruff and like mm-hmm. grinder, we had grinder, growler, and gay.com back in the day, like and manhunt, you know, oh, and like, yeah. and now straight people have like Tinder and OK Cupid, and I'm like, oh, it's it's worse because like it's not supposed to be slutty, oh. but it's slutty, which oh, it is, is not that it's bad, no. but it's just like just. If, if, if you're going to be slutty, just be slutty. Don't, like, pretend. There's a mix, right? There's there a lot of people mix. that, that, That's that pretend. Like, straight exactly. people need the, the one where it's okay to just be out and proud and be like, yeah, I just want to have sex. Isn't right. that Tinder? That was but not always. Tinders. A lot of people on Tinder, yeah. too, are They're just like, like I'm, I'm here to find, the, I'm just yeah. here to date. I right. just want to hold hands. It's like, let Yeah, great. but those are usually the people that, like, they're like, oh, I'm just here to, on the gay ones, at least. They're like, yeah. I'm just here for a boyfriend. And then they have, a, like, a shirtless pic or they're showing, like, Yeah, it's just their dick. Yeah. It's right. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Mixed like, messages. I'm not on here for sex. And then they just, they don't even say hi. They just send you a dick. It's like a picture of an asshole. Yeah. It's like, my other kid was like, this guy was fresh out of rehab for opiate addiction <clears throat> and he was in the middle of getting a divorce from his husband and here he is dating oh and i'm yeah. like, like that's a bit what's wrong right with now? you yeah. but like so we went and had coffee and stuff and like but he ended up like ditching me on our second date um but i think he relapsed and wanted to go drink and i don't drink anymore and he's like disappeared we were on a double date with some friends of mine and he i was like okay i'm done with okay cupid for all crazy like, I, think, I think there's just so many crazy people and like i've been on and off for almost two years now on and off and i've learned about to develop um a filter so to yeah. speak. and you have to learn how to do that because i'm very trusting i'm very honest i'm very open i'm like oh well, i'm being honest and open i'm sure everyone else is <laughs> right that's what i that's me too that's me too you know and then you're totally. like i believe you yeah oh. don't believe them you know um do you get a lot of dick pics uh, yes, I did for a long time, and then I, I, yeah. Same to me. I, yeah. See, that's, that's the thing, too. <laughs> dick, dick pics are wasted on straight women. <laughs> and me, because I don't like dick pics. You know what? Oh, I hate dick pics. I think dick pics are Like wrong. a dick out of context with, like, nothing else. I, like <laughs> I need to see the whole know, situation. If you know what the person looks like, and then they send you a dick pic, that's, that's pretty good. See, yeah, I have a thing. I have um, my things are I you have to have a good face and good hands. Everything else I don't care oh. because I don't care if you're big or small, or whatever. It's what you do with it. And, yeah, like, you oh, know, yeah. like and that's the, true for the me too. I still want to look it. at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, true. I like looking at small dicks. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so the um, this wasn't a direct message to me, but this was uh, someone's profile that I ended up liking because of this. And um, he was quoting a comedian, but he's he wanted to put uh, this line on his profile and said i'm not gay but my asshole is wow. <laughs> i was like yep like. <laughs> so, wow so you did you peg him or no 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 <laughs> I, I didn't go out on a date with him yet yet yeah <laughs> but you, need I, you to know see him. Like, yeah right so Freaky. yeah that's so funny because so. we've talked about that because there there are straight men that are bottoms yeah. you know what i mean yeah like they like women they're into women yep. but they want a bottom oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, they're 
So it's got to be hard to come to terms with that as a straight person or, like, you know, find women that are interested. I'm sure there's plenty of women that are yeah, interested. Yeah, I mean, there's that one guy that we both saw on there who's like, I just want to peg. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. Do it. That's oh, great. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and we you should change your, You should change your profile name to Peggy Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> Man is full. Pegging Bundy. Yeah. Pegging Bundy. There Do we straight go. people have, like, a hanky code for, for pegging and stuff? Like, oh. No, I think oh. a lot of people, anyone who's approached me about it has just been, like, you know, or if I, a lot of the times they'll ask, like, are you kinky? Do you like kinky things? And I'm like, well, I don't think this is kinky, but yeah. I don't mind doing that. And they're like, oh, Some you know. Yeah. Think, like, blowjobs are kinky. Oh, yeah, that's true. No. And then and then sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, nothing's going on my ass. I don't think so. Oh, right. and you're so, like, yeah. yeah, just wait. Yeah, exactly, because I found that, you know, the, the, like the men that I've been with, they're, they're open to it, you know what I mean? Because um, it feels good, and it, you know. Right. I enjoy doing it for... It either. Some gay guys don't want to yeah. hang Yeah, that's what I heard, yeah. Monique does a whole thing in Queens of Comedy about... Oh, I love Monique. ...about getting the boy in the ass, and she's <laughs> like, you know, she's just, you're giving him a back rub, and you're just working down, and he's like... I ain't no, I ain't no homo. And she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's something that she works her way down. She's like, and then you kiss him on the crack of that ass. And he's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, she's like, but, then but it's all over. If you're gonna give your man a special treat, you know, make sure you watch your ass first. <laughs> like it's so cute. Oh. Well, you know, we always talk about butts here. So yeah, there's always butt stuff. Yeah. 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 Butts, butt are, butts are great. Yeah. Butts. We, we do love. It's like a Dr. Sue Johansson thing, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I have my, my metaphysics minute, my Manny's oh. Insight Corner. Manny's yeah. Insight Corner. So I've had, um, you know, I've had several people I know, like, kind of transition from either male to female mm-hmm. or female to male recently. Um, you know, as I'm sure many people have, um, because thank God for, for them, it's becoming more accepted, hopefully. I know it's still a lot of a struggle, but I was, um, I'm very into like past life regression, right? So, yes. you know, some people don't believe in it. Some people it's do. It's very interesting. But past life regression is basically the idea that you've lived many lives on the planet. So your soul's eternal, but you keep coming back to the earth to li- live certain lessons, right? Um, and sometimes you come back as a woman, sometimes you come back as a man and there's no, there's no like evolution it's not like you first you're a woman then you become men and you're always a man it, you go back and forth <laughs> sure. during like a soul's journey right mm-hmm. um, makes sense to me but what you know some of the the major writer i read is like dolores cannon she's oh, really dolores interesting cannon. she does a lot of like um past life regression hypnosis mm-hmm. so she's she was like a, a hypnotist for a long time and just did regression therapy on people so just like going to your childhood and then she found that people were remembering like things that just didn't have anything to do with their childhood like all of a sudden they were like in the middle of africa like, God. they're like, what, what is going on? She, That's at first crazy. she was very skeptical. But she's been doing this for 60 years now and has had, you know, thousands of people recall actual things that they wow. can remember. Um, and then she looks back in history and it's like very It's accurate. accurate. Wow. Yeah. That's that. insane. So getting back to my original point, basically what she's found is that like in a, in a soul's journey, like if somebody was a woman, mm-hmm. like you've been a woman for a few lives. So you've mm. been a woman for maybe like nine lives, right? And then you, at some point you're done with being a woman for now. Your soul's being done. So the next few lives you're going to be a man. And the life between when you're switching from, you know, you've been a woman for nine lives, then you're going to be a man for the next few lives. Mm-hmm. That life, those people tend to either be gay or transgendered. Mm, um, because they, they're still like, their soul mm. has been that gender wow. for a while. So you're in the transition in, in your soul's journey. 
Interesting. But isn't that interesting wow. to think about? Yeah, I never thought of it that way. You know, so like if you're, if you're thinking about so much sense. To me as a gay person, that made a lot of sense, too, yeah. because I identify with women so much, I feel more comfortable with women, mm. you know, especially growing up so and things like that. What do you think, Keith? Oh, it makes you think of Blanche Dubois when she's like, don't get up, I'm just passing through. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, beauty is a transitory possession, you know, like you, you have it for a little while and then it moves on. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, for that, sure. That, I like, I want to believe in all that stuff, like, um, um, we had a, it's sort of related like psychic stuff mm-hmm. uh, i had a psychic like do my reading and like um <clears throat> i was in drag when he when he read me and i was, I was trying to test him i was like well, what yeah. do i do you know like what do i do for my real job and he's like oh i see you making a lot of one small thing and you set it on a shelf and someone comes by and you sell it to them and i was like oh, i hand out free samples at a grocery store all day mm-hmm. like that's creepy it's so yeah. close you know and i was like well what is my drag queen career look like and he's like uh, this is when i was singing live with uh with fairly cool and so oh yeah with live musicians mm. you know i didn't i didn't i did live music like with live musicians and everything and it was like band stuff and he's like well i see you singing with uh you're singing to pre-recorded tracks and stuff like that and i was like that's weird i don't do that that mm. scares me and he's mm-hmm. like well it's it's very i'm getting a very clear message like this is you're gonna be very successful doing that and it was weird because then I started getting more gigs with pre-recorded stuff, mm-hmm. and it was just like really strange that yeah. like he pegged a couple like specific things. So uh, we didn't get into past life stuff, but um, well, it depends. They all do different things. Like, yeah, I, I've been to a medium, and like when I first went to a medium, I was very skeptical and did not believe at all. But I was just doing it just to try it. And, yeah. But the first thing she said, she grabbed my hands and she was and she just said, "Oh my god, I hear so much music." And all she wow. knew was my first name. That's yeah. all she knew. Wow. And she like, so hears awesome. so much music. It's so loud. And I was like, okay. She's like, are you a musician? I said, yeah. And she said, you don't believe in yourself, do you? She's like, do you have a grandmother? And she's like, I'm getting an R and an O. Whoa. Like a row. Oh, wow. Because my grandmother's name was Rosa. Yeah. That's my sister's name, too. So she like, it was like R-O, and then she spelled out the name. Wow. And then she drew, it was right before I moved to Italy, so she drew the U.S., and then she drew Italy, and then she drew a heart in between. Oh, and she's like, um, "What does this mean to you?" And I was like, "Well, I'm just about to move to Italy." And then I lived, I lived there for five years, yeah. and I was torn in those sure. five years, you know, mm-hmm. whether or not to because everybody was here, return, and, everybody yeah. was here. Um, but anyway, it was, it was a very like profound experience, and it's when that I kind of got very, very into that stuff. Have you still hmm. seen her? I've seen her a few times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she does, um, she does something on the northwest side of the city. I think you guys have been there a few mm-hmm. times. Oh okay? yeah, oh yeah. And um, they do. It's like a room full of people, uh-huh. and then she just, very interesting. She gets insights, and then she'll she'll kind of zero in on someone and be like, "I think it's for you," and then she'll give the message. Oh okay. And it could be, that. you know, sure. sometimes you just observe, but sometimes it is for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was really interesting, and they have different types of mediums. One time they had a. Uh, one that like draws yes stuff. that that's how oh. they see it's very stephen king like you yeah. know what i mean like that's how the, how he or i think it was a man it was a man because there was also a woman a that did it too mm-hmm. at another time that we were there and uh it's just like how they receive the messages the way that it manifests for them is by drawing and yeah. that's how they communicate it to this plane of existence Do you remember the hours it's crazy the cold kid the cold kid yeah. <gasps> yeah. at that's the very right. end you know spoiler alert like it's ghosts but they show mm-hmm. the medium is just scribbling yeah, out page after that. page and like it comes that's how it 
comes out. I, I want to do that kind of stuff. I want to do like mediums and hypnosis and stuff like that. Like that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever want to go, it's on like this. Uh, it's twice a month. Uh huh. And you just show up and like they might give you a message. But that'd be yeah. fun. It's yeah. Really it's very it interesting. Fun. But I brought, I remember I brought my one of my friends once who was a super analytical like very what is it left brain. Yes. And um he he wanted to come. His father had just like recently yeah. passed. So I was like, well, why don't you come with me? You know, whatever. If you don't believe in it, right? You know, right. Just, he's like, okay. And he was kind of lonely. So he came with me, and the whole time he just had like his legs crossed, his yeah. arms crossed, like very like, resistant. Oh. Like I saw his eyes rolling, and then at one point she's like, "You," she's like, "You don't believe in any of this, do you?" And he's like, "Huh?" And she's like, "I have a book in my hand right now, and I'm throwing it at your face, and I'm telling you to finish this book." And he's like, "And she says you have a father deceased," and he's like, "Yeah." And she said he was telling me you need to finish your book. So since I've known him, he was had been writing his book. Yeah. And he was in um he was like a professor in college and he didn't get tenure because he never finished his book. Uh uh-huh. oh, wow. because you're supposed to publish and yes, stuff. Yes. But instead of publishing articles, he was just working on this long book and he yeah. didn't get tenure because he never did it. Yeah. So like his dad was like there and be like, I was like, dude. And yeah. after that he was just like, Okay. He's like I, that's amazing. I love hearing those transitions. And she didn't know who he was. I brought him. Like she, there was we no there. way she knew who he was. We were yeah. there that time. For the, for the book part? Oh, for the book part. We were you read. there? Uh-huh. I don't that know who that was. That was a friend of yours. It was um, Is John. he a changed person? I mean, I haven't spoken to him in years, but I know I've seen yeah, him since then. He says that there? helped him. He that's did finish that book. Ago. He yeah. did end up finishing it. I mean, I remember when I was young and I went to this lady at someone's kitchen table and, like, she told me I was going to get married and have two kids and I was like... That's crazy. Yeah. And that's the only time since that I've, you know, had something... Um, pretty accurate yeah. said to me besides when your friend I've had there. scary accurate things yes. from mediums uh-huh. and there's Same plenty here. of shysters yeah, yeah. you know there's oh, plenty yeah. of that yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but there's plenty of people that really my mom actually had uh, in Italy my That's grandparents crazy. yeah this is crazy she was about how old was she 18 maybe and uh, my my grandparents owned a store, you know, so they, they were at the store. My mom's there, you know, whatever. And this gypsy, like, walks in. And she was like, who's Rosario? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she comes in and, and, and she says, who's Rosaria? And then uh, my mom's like, uh, me. And she was like, I have a message for you. And she told her, like, all this stuff. She was like, you're going to marry an American citizen. You're going to have, remember, what did she say? Yeah, she said, you're going to have three kids. Stuff. She said, oh, my dad. Is there, she was like, what the fuck like, where's, where's this American citizen going to come from? It's my dad. You know what I mean? It's just, like, oh, weird. Wow. You know, it's like, all oh, this shit's going to happen, you know, like, with the families and all that stuff. He's like, but in the end, everything's going to be fine, blah, blah, blah. And, she, and everything, like, worked out. Like, she came, and then she left. She, and she never money. saw her again. She never saw her again. She just, just watered in, like, walked I, in. It's like a whoopee on the, on the ghost. <laughs> you endangered her. Yeah. <laughs> what she just do walked in and left. My grandmother, like, she, she was check? like, she <laughs> was like, she was like my grandmother was like white like after that mm-hmm. that's amazing yeah that's crazy mm-hmm. yeah so if you guys want to go we'll, we'll go that sounds like it's really, really fun yeah <laughs> yeah because like i feel like when i had my my reading and like i wanted to test him you know i'm like yeah i was in drag and everything. Mm-hmm. apparently i had a really canary yellow aura and oh. I, I had a lot of caffeine because i was really tired i worked that day and i was like i did feel like i had light coming out of my head it was just really funny you know like um yellow is a good color yeah no he was like it's great yeah. you're very but it was weird when he like 
picked out these odd details. Like that's crazy. Because I, I was very that. skeptical. I come from a very religious family. You sure? You know? yeah. yeah. This is real, you know. And I like want to believe it, but I'm very skeptical. Yeah. You know, like I'm right. like devil's work. I'm like, yeah. please be true, you know, but but cautious. And well, so like a lot of people are very skeptical of that, especially either if you're religious or atheists are skeptical. So both oh, sides totally. are very skeptical of this mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it's kind of in its own realm. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, unless you but have how personal can you deny experience it? with it. Yeah. yeah. Unless right. you have, if you have personal experience with it, then you're like, okay. Exactly. But Which if you we don't, have. you're just like, oh, it's. Yeah. But if you keep saying you don't believe it, you're not open to you're it. Not, you're not exactly. going to experience it. Exactly. You're not going to learn from it. Right. So. Or just realize that there's something out there that we can't explain we everything. Can't explain. Mm-hmm. And there's two schools of thought on that. You know, some people say like science is the only way; it's only through the five senses. That's the only way we learn knowledge. I don't think and then so. there's the other way where it's like, oh, you only have to follow the Bible, and that's the only knowledge. It's like somewhere in the middle. Like that's yeah. what I always think. It's always somewhere in the middle. You know, truth is always somewhere on that side. I want to believe. What about you, Rosa? What about your segment? Okay, so my segment is about just, like, random entertainment things um, <laughs> that I find. Or it could just be, like, anything I find in the internet. So I just saw this morning that, like, at the Met Gala, there was a picture that, like, you know, P. Diddy posted on his Instagram. And it's, like, all these, like, different celebrities on there. And it's, like, Wiz Khalifa, like, Will Smith's son. All these, like, people. And in the end, it was, like, Kylie... And Kendall, but so actually Kylie or Kendall, one of those two, posted the picture on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. He took the picture, posted on his Instagram, but like cropped them out. Good. <laughs> like, Can we crop them out of life? Yeah. Like, just, oops, forgot to put yeah. you in. So no everybody was just like, you can already say their names and not have to explain who they are. Like, well, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, gross they and they were like oh well maybe you know he did hashtag it like black excellence so maybe he cropped them out for that everyone's like no we just want to hold on to the fact that he cropped them out because what it. what picture was it just a picture of fashion or at like, the met gala it? it was uh-huh. like on the red carpet you know like when people mm-hmm. are there so it's yeah. like all the people yeah. in like a group and photo crazy outfits and yeah and they yeah. were right at the end and then oh. like they're like here we are and then the next morning he took the picture like cropped them out and put it there it's like after that stupid pepsi commercial Oh yeah, you you're done. Like goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think they're ever just like not gonna be a thing once they run out of money? You know. I mean, everyone comes and goes, no matter who it is. They've been here for a long time. I mean, the Gabor twins held on for decades, and that's basically the Gabor twins. Yeah, they wouldn't go away. Eva and Jaja, and then then there was a third sister that no one heard about. Oh, how long were they around for? Well, fifties through the. I mean, they kept popping up every once in a while, like, Zsa Zsa yeah. would, like, slap someone or something. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's going to be them. Well, the Kardashians yeah. are, there's, like, certain things, like, I'm really into makeup. So there's, like, you know, things that, you know, like, come up. Like, you know, the Kylie Cosmetics. I heard it's nasty. Isn't I heard, it? yeah. And it's just, like, this whole thing. It just makes me think of, like, you know, peddling shitty products. Yeah. And you're making money off of your name. It's just so disingenuous and just so gross. Right. You know they're what I mean? Like, like this. They're like the Trumps, but not like. Yeah. It's know? just like, like ill. It's like ill. But there's something about them that people like. I don't understand well, what it is. That's actually like Sam's Like they don't, They're not like talented. They're just it's famous just for famous, being famous. Yeah. It, which is, uh, has its own draw. It's right. You know? Right. It does. There's something that people like. Sam. Paris Hilton was also famous mm. for being See, famous. See, she's kind of right. floated away. But so they maybe... like didn't like her. For some reason, these ones 
grand. They're relatable to people, like, somehow. Like, well, Paris Hilton wasn't. because they have bigger booties. Yeah. <laughs> I think the booty's very relatable. <laughs> people can relate to it. We do have a booty culture now. Like, yeah. everything yeah. is, like, booty Yeah, and it wasn't totally. like that in the 90s, remember? Yeah. Like, no. none of the models had booties. Nobody had a booty. Oh. You totally talk about pancake ass? Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. In the 80s, for sure. It was, yeah. like, International House of Pancake Ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but now it's, like, everything's booty-centered, so that could be it, too. Yeah, all <laughs> encompassing, all of that. Mm-hmm. But so what funny. came first, the booty of the Kardashians? <laughs> I think it was probably J Lo. Yeah, they were like at the right place at the right time. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like yeah, her mama's Sita. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her mama's Sita. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I know he's full of them. <laughs> and scene. And scene. But I think um. For this episode, we are going to finish out the episode with a song. Yeah, so, we are. Um, so send us off with a beautiful song. We will uh, we'll, we'll attach it to the end of the episode. Yes. We're going to jam out a little bit and, and put it on. What do you think? All right. Sounds good. Let's hear it. Hot. i never seen a diamond in the flesh. I cut my teeth on wedding rings. In the movies And I'm not proud of my dress In a torn up town No postcard in me When every song is like Gold teeth gray goose Tripping in the bathroom Bloodstained ball gowns Trash in the hotel rooms We don't care We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like Crystal Maybach Diamond Diamond Jetpacks, islands, tigers on a gold leash, we don't care. We all are caught up in your love affair, and we'll never be royals. It's a run in our blood, that kind of luck's just ain't for us. We crave a different kind of buzz, let me be your
Well, thank you. <laughs> I feel amazing. Uh, I feel refreshed. Thank you so much for coming to the lab. Thanks yes. for having me. Yeah, it was a pleasure for That was a really great Please come back. I'll be back. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> well, I think that that's it for this, yes. uh, this I think it is. episode. Yes. Ciao for now. Ciao for now. We love you so much. Bye, guys. Thank you for visiting the lab. Log on to labpodcast.com for a complete listing of all episodes and get up close and personal with each lab partner. Rate, review, and share us with your friends and subscribe where all podcasts are heard. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. For pics and fun videos, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
Nail.